0: Welcome to the multi podcast. My name is Olivia Martin and this is episode one of the multi-passionaire. I do want to mention that I did take a break of scheduling due to some personal issues. However, I'm really excited for you all to hear about today's episode. This episode will be the first interview style for the podcast, and I can't wait for you to hear about the journey of our special guest, Ashley Logan. Ashley is an integrative health coach and yoga instructor who created her own business, Ashley Logan Wellness. We're going to be talking about the calling to succeed and trailblazing your passions, turning an idea into a career, and learning how to mitigate through stressors in your day-to-day life. Hi, Ashley. I'm so delighted to be speaking with you today and really just learning about your story as a holistic health coach.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, Olivia. I'm happy to be here with you today.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to start off the interview with a question I ask each guest. So the million dollar question, what's an idea or a passion that you've had and you've always wanted to embark on, but you didn't actually end up doing so?
1: Well, I've always wanted to write a book. Um, Ever since I was a young girl, it's just, I love to read. I love, I love, books, and so I've always wanted to write one, Um, and I haven't written one to date, but it is definitely something I feel is inside me, and one thing I've learned is that when you have a dream or an idea inside you, it just keeps popping up, and it keeps reminding you it's there, Um, and I've learned, too, that it takes a lot more energy to ignore your dreams and to actually go for them. So what I've started doing that's helped me a bunch is to start journaling. So every day I spend probably 30 minutes to an hour um, in the morning journaling. And it's where I, I just write whatever topic comes to mind that I want to explore. And it gives me a lot of clarity about the book that I want to write. So even though I'm not technically writing a book right now, I'm still taking action towards that dream in a small way. Um, So that's a dream that I've had that I haven't yet formally gone after, but I think I am in a little
0: ways each day. Definitely. And I think that's really important. So if you ever did create that book, what do you think you would write it about? I want it to be
1: about overcoming fear um, because I think we live in a binary society where it's it's like you fear is a bad thing or like, oh, you, you need to not be afraid. Um, and it's really not about the fear. It's about being brave because being brave and being courageous to go after your dreams is not getting rid of the fear. It's honoring the fear and recognizing it and embracing it and doing the thing anyway. Um, and that's really what I'm passionate about. And I I work with clients a lot about that too, because sometimes our dreams can generate fear within us. You know, we our dreams can be scary because we think who are we to go after that big thing? You know, who are who am I to write a book? You know, right. like what do I have to say? Who's gonna read my book? But it's it's sort of moving forward with the fear and not see fear as like a negative thing, but as something as a teacher. Um, and so that's what, that's what I write a lot about when I journal is just our relationship with fear and how I can empower women to embrace the fear and do the thing anyway.
0: Right. And I definitely think with overcoming failure, a lot of people see it as like a hardship, but It kind of goes against the stigma of like failing first and using that to like get you to where you're wanting to be and using that failure to kind of help you grow. I think that's really important to realize and it kind of helps you as you progress like in your life and you're just really going through hard milestones. You can utilize those to help you get like to where you're wanting to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's all about reframing it and turning your mistakes into learning opportunities and
0: using fear as fuel for your dreams. Oh, I love that. That's really inspiring. So I want to talk about how you created Ashley Logan Wellness. Just again a little bit of background information for the listeners. You left your corporate career to create your own company. Can you tell us about how you really turned that vision into a reality? Yeah, for sure. So my my corporate
1: background is in advertising and marketing and I studied, went to grad school and got my MBA in that and worked my way up through corporate American advertising and then marketing at an in-house. Um, and I always had a passion for health and wellness and living a healthy lifestyle. And I never thought of it as a career option, um, even though it was something I was super passionate about. Um, and when I w- had my first child, I decided at the time to stay home, to be a stay-at-home mom, which just resonated with me at the time. It actually wasn't even a hard decision. I just knew that was the right thing for me to do at that time. And after having two more kids and just continuing my health journey as a mom, as facing things that moms do, um, health issues, ups and downs, I really zoned in on on the health aspect and the wellness piece, and I discovered on Instagram, and this is one of those synchronicities that happen in life. I was just, you know, scrolling, and I saw um, an article. Someone posted something about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which a, which is a health coach certification program out of New York City. It's a year long program, and I I was immediately like just knew, okay, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Right. Um, and I enrolled in that program. And here I am, you know, two years later at, you know, owning my own health coaching business. And I think for me, what really ignited that shift was just being open to possibility um, and trusting that gut feeling that I had. Like I had a gut feeling to be home with my kids. And then when I was kind of getting the itch to get back to work and I was kind of poking around looking for corporate jobs and it just didn't resonate with me. And then I saw the IIN thing and I just knew, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, that's what I'm gonna do. And I think it's honoring that inner voice, that intuitive hit that we all get from time to time and just going with it. And it's, I haven't looked
0: back I'm I've just, I just absolutely love what I do. And it's almost like as if that Instagram ad was like an act of faith because it kind of like propelled your career in a sense. It was like that little thing that probably didn't really mean much to the ad other people were seeing, but to you, it just really like ignited like you're saying and it just really inspired you to take this little act to turn it into like a business. So when did you create the business? I created it a year ago. Yeah. So the certification
1: program was a year long. And then I incorporated Ashley Logan Wellness uh, a year ago. And it was, it was something that I, it just didn't feel like work, you know, quote unquote work. It, It just was, I was, it was like I was being pulled into it. And I think when you're rooted in your passion and your purpose and something that just lights you up from the inside. It's that's, that's what you feel. You know, you feel pulled by your purpose. You don't, it's not a forced thing. Like it was never like, oh, I have to do this or, oh gosh, I have that deadline I need to meet or this piece of collateral I need to create. Like it was something like, oh my gosh, I get to do this today. Um, And it doesn't mean that every day is like rainbows and unicorns by any means, but the overall tenor of my business is of excitement and anticipation. And I think that's what I would love for every everyone to have, because I do feel that we all have that within us. It's just discovering it for yourself and taking action on it.
0: Right. I think that's so amazing. And especially because you didn't really let your passion kind of like keep back in your mind, but you kind of you knew it was time almost and you didn't really want to let go of that idea, but you really just pursued it in spite of things. And I think that's really important because like you're saying, passion is really important and it shouldn't necessarily feel like a chore, but it should be something that really inspires you and motivates you like throughout your everyday. Yes, exactly. And I think people feel
1: that from you and it helps you, um, like do a great job and it helps you resonate with people who need what you have to give. And I think that's so important because really we all have gifts that, you know, we want to give to other people in service. And um, once you tap into that, it makes it such a fluid process and it resonates with people and you find there's synchronicities that pop up in your life that just keep you, going on the path you know that just validate and confirm that yes this is you know this is what you're meant to do keep going
0: right along your journey i'm sure you faced some instances of self-doubt specifically like kind of question yourself like am i doing the right thing or should i be doing this but knowing like success isn't really created in a day how did you really navigate through those highs and lows of creating a business yes so i think with any entrepreneurial
1: endeavor it's it's hard not to get stuck um in the comparison trap and thinking oh you know she's more ahead of me or he's making more money than me or i should be further along than i am um it's so important and i talk to clients a lot about this because it's true whether it's in business or your health journey or really any goal that you're going after is just to stay in your lane and to run your own race because transformative change is so individual and we all have our own pace and we have to honor that pace and we have to honor um, how our unique path unfolds for us and not, you know, kind of have the blinders on, you know, like just acknowledging like people are going to be at different points even if they're doing the same thing that you're doing. Like, we're all going to get to our, you know, to our destination or our goal or our benchmark at a at a different rate. And just to be okay where you are on your journey. And I found in my business that helped me so much because when I was first starting out, you know, you're building something from scratch. Um, I had worked in corporate America. I had an MBA in business. Like, I was not... Um, you know, I didn't study entrepreneurship in business school. I study corporate advertising. So for me, it was like this whole new territory of being an entrepreneur. And there were days where I'm like, oh my gosh, corporate America, maybe that would just be a whole lot. Like, I know that I know corporate America, but like entrepreneurship, like they are ups and downs. And what was a game changer for me was really just focusing on what I love to do, showing up as my best each day and not comparing myself or my journey to other people um, in my field.
0: Right. I, I definitely agree with that. And it's really important to know like everyone is at different seasons in their life. So as much as someone seems more further ahead in their like business, you don't really know like the background information if they've been doing that for such a long time or really just the track of how they've got there. But it's really important. Something I like to remember is this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Just knowing like everything you go through, it happens for a reason. And where Mm -hmm. you're at in your business, this is just one day. And there are many other days in the year when things are going to be better. So it's not really focusing on the hardships, but knowing that you can turn those hardships into positive things in the future. And I think that's really important for a lot of people just to realize that the ruts you go through don't necessarily define who you are or what you're creating, but they can ultimately really propel what you're trying to create. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like reframing a mistake into an opportunity for growth because mistakes or hardships or setbacks, they're all there to teach us something Um, and we can use them to become better. Yeah. And that's so important.
0: Yeah. And before we can talk about finding purpose, I think it's important to establish what exactly purpose is. So I find purpose brings forth like a lot of great fulfillment and it really makes your everyday like feel more fulfilling. So in your experience of studying nutrition, what are the proven like health benefits of finding your purpose?
1: Oh, yeah. So individuals with a high sense of purpose, studies have showed this. Um, they just have better health markers. They have a lower risk of developing stroke, heart attack, high blood pressure, heart disease. So kind of the standard health markers are, are good with people who live a life that they feel is on purpose. Um, it also gives your brain resilience. Um, it reduces the incidences of dementia, Alzheimer's. Because it keep, being on purpose keeps your brain engaged, which keeps it healthy because the neurotransmitters are firing. You know, you're lit up, literally lit up when you're on purpose. Um, and it also tends to lead to better time management. Because when you wake up each day and you're rooted in a purpose, it clarifies your priorities really clearly. And it, it helps you manage your time to where you are able to get more done because you're on task. Um, And also, it just leads to happier people who have a good sense of self-worth and self-confidence because they are channeling their gifts. And when you're channeling your gifts, it's, you know, it usually means you're good at it. You're good at what you're doing. And that gives you a boost of confidence, a sense of worth, a sense of contribution. And that leads to intrinsic joy. Um, so living a purpose-filled life, it really connects you to your, your soulful purpose, you know, kind of your divine gifts. And it, it creates a sense of happiness, a sense of calm, um, and
0: enhanced health. Definitely. I really loved how you talked upon like the actual health benefits, not like, Specifically, purpose brings a lot of fulfillment within you, but also knowing that it's actually good for your body and it does a lot of wonders is really reassuring because I know at least finding your purpose, it's like, oh, I feel like I've found something that's grounded me, but it's also really Mm -hmm. important knowing the actual importance of how it's helping you. Yeah, exactly. They're tangible health benefits. You just feel better yeah, that motivates you to keep going. Right. And so I know purpose it's like, I want to find my purpose. Like it's really something that's attractive to a lot of people, but it's really hard to actually like find it. So how do you work with your clients and really coach them to get them where they're wanting to be, whether that's starting a business or creating just a happier life? Yeah, because
1: that, you know, finding your purpose has almost become, you know, like a hallmark sentiment, but there really is, you know, depth there. And when I work with people who come to me um, and they feel unrooted or ungrounded, they're not, they feel like they should be doing more or showing up differently um, with their career um, in particular. I walk them through a series of questions or prompts to help them go within, to tap into it, because you can't find your purpose typically out there. Um, it's It's within you. And something you see like with me when I saw the IIN post on Instagram, that ignited that that resonated with my purpose, that was within me, that I always knew I had. But seeing the Instagram post was like a, um, a prompt, a catalyst that helped me act on my purpose. So your purpose is within yourself, number one. I think that's so important to distinguish because a lot of people think their purpose is outside of themselves and they look for it in other people, they look for it in, on social media, You know, they try to find it outside themselves and the, it's within. So I ask questions that bring clients within themselves that help them go inward and help them reflect and develop and cultivate self-awareness. And it starts with encouraging a client to think about what really lights them up. Like for me, it was health and wellness. I mean, I was practicing yoga and eating, you know, going to health food stores in Boston, like before it was, you know, it was on every corner. So it's just going within and knowing like, what lights you up? What do you think about? What do you spend your time reading about? What articles online are you drawn to? What Instagram posts capture your attention? So it's really about practicing self-observation and paying attention to what you find yourself thinking about, reading about, listening to, or sharing with friends and family. And it helps to keep a journal um, it can be on your phone. It can be in a notebook of of what, like for a, a few weeks, a month, like just jotting down things that spark your attention and then go back and look at it and look for patterns or themes. That can be a great self-reflective exercise. Um, and it's also good to look at companies or professionals you admire um, and reading, going to companies that you are interested in and reading their mission statement. Does their mission statement resonate with you or looking at a, um, a professional that you admire and dig around their website or their Instagram or their other social networks and just see how, how they communicate their vision. And if that resonates with you, if you feel connected to that, um, that can be also a great indication. If you just give your t- yourself time and space to to go within, like you'll tap into it because we all have a purpose. We're all here for a reason, and we live in a very noisy society. Um, we're constantly being marketed to. I mean, I know because I was in marketing and advertising. You know, we're constantly being sold to, and there's just a lot of noise in our attention. It's constantly being grabbed by something. So it takes a lot of practice to cultivate self-observation and it takes, you know, spending time alone and getting quiet um, and and really paying attention to yourself and how you resonate with people and places and things you read.
0: Definitely. And a lot of it, like you said, is almost as if like a brain dump. Like, I like to believe that everything that we are wanting to create is kind of within us. Like, it's already in our mind right now. And really what we just need to do is unlock those ideas. And that kind of comes with journaling and self-reflecting and just really getting in that right headspace to get you Mm -hmm. to launch what you're actually trying to do. But sometimes it's really hard. I know for me at least and others too, failure really scares us and it makes us retract the ideas that we're trying to go after. So what mm-hmm. do you think is the best way to combat that voice inside our head that's just really making us feel like the ideas don't matter, but that we are trying to create them and that they actually are good?
1: Yeah, we we all have that voice in our head, that kind of negative voice that likes to pop up from time to time, and it's important to know that that's normal. Like that, every human being has that voice in their head. Like you, kind of can't get away with not having it. Um, it's how you relate to that voice. It's how you relate to what it's telling you, and to really cultivate kind of what we've been talking about—the role of the observer. And really getting in a place where you observe that negative voice and you question it. Like if the voice is telling you, oh, like in my example earlier, oh, who are you to write a book? Or I work with clients who who feel like, well, who am I to, you know, to, to be on purpose and go for my dreams? And it's it's recognizing that voice and observing it and just letting it go and not choosing to believe it or listen to it. Um, because you can you can't get rid of it, but you can change how you relate to it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I really love that. It's almost as if you're channeling the negativity and you're turning it into something positive to really help you. So for finding your purpose, I think it's really important to acknowledge that imposter syndrome is really hard sometimes. And a lot of the time when we feel like we're creating things that we're not really good enough to do that. So what do you think is typically something that helps people guide them through that and just to really channel like the positive energy into something that will actually allow them to unlock that purpose they're trying to create?
1: Yeah, so the best thing to do is to acknowledge, again, that imposter that's within who tells you, you, you know, you can't do what you want to do um, and to journal about it. I think being able to reflect on it and to acknowledge it and to write it down, to give a voice to it on paper, um, can be really transformative because when you go back the next day and read what you wrote, you write down what, you know, what you were feeling or thinking when this imposter syndrome was present. Like you read back on it and nine times out of 10, it's ridiculous. And you can look at it objectively and say, that's crazy. Like, oh, of I course am. I can do this. And it gives perspective and it gets you out of, of the rumination. Um, because a lot of times when that um, self-sabotage is present, we ruminate there and we stay there and it grows. Like where focus goes, energy grow. You know, you, where you focus, that's where your energy goes. So you need to acknowledge it, journal it, and then go back and look at it. And that gives you perspective and it allows, um, it sort of ends that the rumination pattern, which can is where a lot of people get stuck.
0: Yeah. And to almost use it as like a motivator. And I know right now the pandemic is really hard on everyone and it makes us feel like we're stuck in like, a motivational rut and we're trying to establish a routine, but everything just feels kind of out of whack. Do you have like any advice for helping people get out of that funk or the season they're in? Yeah, I think the first
1: step is just to acknowledge that these times are hard and that um, we're all experiencing those feelings of being disconnected from family, friends, co-workers, um you know this is a a time in human history that's unprecedented so being gentle with yourself and honoring your feelings around it um getting <clears throat> getting rid of like i should be doing i should be feeling this way i should be doing that i should i should i should i should you know getting out of that should mentality is really important because these are unprecedented times and it's it's something we're all navigating together and that would be my first piece of advice is just acknowledging your feelings. And the second piece of advice I would say is start small. If there's something you want to do and you feel like you're stuck or in a rut and can't seem to get the motivation, start super small with something. Um, it can be if your goal is to, to, you know, to, find, to look for a new job. It can be so small, like setting your timer for 10 minutes and researching companies for 10 minutes, or it can be, you know, going on LinkedIn for 10 minutes, you know, start really small each day, um, and not overburden yourself with too many things to do. Because a lot of times when we're feeling stuck or overwhelmed or frustrated, we try to do too much to pull ourselves out of it. And then we get even more overwhelmed and we, you know, we go back to feeling stuck again. So starting really small with super small steps each day towards your goal or towards you, what you want to accomplish is really, really important, especially in these times where, you know, we're trying to navigate this uncertainty.
0: Exactly. And I think it's really important just to touch upon that you really need to learn how to grow through like what you go through and knowing Mm -hmm. that this wasn't planned and a lot of everything is really out of the normal routine and the normalcy. But knowing that through every season, something good can come out of it. And whether that's finding your purpose or finding your passion and just using that to create something you've always wanted to do I know for me, at least, I've always wanted to create a podcast, but I never really, you know, acknowledge that inner voice in my head to do so. I always let Mm -hmm. the fear of failure kind of get to me and just really push that dream away. But I think it's really important to acknowledge that voice and to really utilize it and motivate you to do things that you've always wanted to do, especially in a hard time that like our routines are out of whack. And like you mentioned, a lot of us are trying to put many things on our plate, but Mm -hmm. it's important to know and to self-evaluate that you can't really run on an empty battery. So Mm -hmm. it's important to know what's purposely filling and what's also draining and some things that you actually have to let go for the better. Yeah, exactly.
1: Really practicing self-care and you know, good, healthy habits is so important during this time to support yourself. Um, because you can't give from an empty cup and to, you have to take care of yourself in order to be able to give to others. And I love what you said. You have to grow through what you go through. That's so true.
0: Yeah. Well, to wrap up the episode, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. This was a pleasure. I really enjoyed speaking to you about the importance of purpose and finding it. And I'm really sure the listeners did as well. And I'll put your link to your website in the show notes. So if anyone would like to reach out to you, they can. That's great. Thank you so much, Olivia. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the multi Podcast. This episode can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify streaming services. I'm really glad that you all were able to hear the episode with our guest, Ashley Logan. Please give a review on Apple Podcasts and follow at MultiPassioneer on Instagram. I will have what I mentioned in the episode show notes as well. See you next Monday.